So welcome to this week's episode of Talking Dairy City. Uh, we're recording live here in the Faroe Islands, ahead uh, of Dairy City's uh, Europa Conference League tie against uh, his B Corshaven. And we've got a special guest here today. Uh, we're delighted to welcome Mr. Phil Odori, Chairman of Dairy City. Welcome to the show, Phil. Um, well, Philip, obviously, the Bulls were just ahead of the kickoff tonight. Like, so you, it's not your first European trip. Um, well, how has this been so far, and what do you expect from the match itself? And well, the, the preparation has gone very well. Uh, nice to be coming here on, on the back of a, uh, a very exciting victory uh, at the Brandywell last week. Uh, couldn't have set us up better, especially with the introduction of a few, a few players. Um, the preparations have been have been excellent for the team as well. We had a we have a charter flight from Sydney Airport. I think the the, the media presented very well with the, with the photograph of the airport with uh, Patricia Logan there um, and, and lots of supporters as well. I think I think that all went very smoothly and the hotel here and the fares was excellent. So the mood music in the camp is very good. I'm speaking to the players at breakfast this morning. It's relaxed, but it reminds me of the atmosphere we had before the cup final. You know that it was relaxed. Slightly nervous, but very determined to do a job here. And I think I think the club and the fans and the players themselves and the management, of course, uh, I think they're really determined to uh, start getting through rounds in Europe. I think we need to, and I think I think we've certainly got a, a a team that's assembled to do that job. Not just you know they 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 won the cup. I think we want to do more with this club. And I think like uh, Rory uh, seems relaxed himself this morning and determined. They actually press this home. We have, we, I think it's probably a fifty-fifty game according to the pundits. But you know, I, like I'm really, I'm really happy with the preparations and the players are just walking around the this facility here in the Faroes. It's a, it's a lovely morning here. Uh, it's like Donegal with bigger mountains. That's how I would describe it. Uh, you, you know, but they, no, it's a, it's a good mood in the camp. So the, the preparations couldn't be any better. I suppose some people see it as a, a favourable tie potentially. Even like I know you don't look what they look beyond this one, but. As you said, you want to go on an extended run in Europe. That that is uh, a priority of the club, isn't it, Paul? Yeah. Well, look, we don't really know that much about them. Uh, obviously, there, there would have been clubs with higher coefficients that we would be, uh, you know, we would prefer not to get. And Ferro's probably is maybe a reasonable uh, challenge for us. But Rory and Sean and uh, and Paddy were over last week, anyway, and I think they. They, they, you know, they, they seem confident they can, they, they can, well, they, they seem confident we can get a result here anyway. Uh, but look, who knows what's going to happen? The guys were, were looking at the pitch. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a quite a long pitch, but it's a narrow pitch. Maybe, maybe that mightn't suit us. But look, but by, but by and large, the pitch is going to be watered as well, actually, which is always one of Rudy's uh, preferences. You know, get water in these DJ surfaces. But look. We still have to beat them, no matter who, what, what their previous records have been. The, the record is probably slightly better than ours in Europe, so I'm certainly not counting my chickens, and, and near, near, near as Rory Higgins. Uh, obviously, I'm here too with, with Simon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we, we didn't forget about you. Exactly, I just got custard pie. <laughs> no, but Philip, even yourself, Europe is, is such a big thing for, not just the League of Ireland, but for Derry City, and it just gives you that sort of special atmosphere. You see the fans travel out here, the excitement. It really is special for the club. Well, I think, like certainly being in, being in business, I think the name of Derry, being on European fixture lists and being talked about throughout Europe, uh, it's, it's amazing how many people in business, they know Derry because of the football club. And I, I think coming from Derry back in the, the 70s and 80s, they don't talk about the troubles they tend about. Yeah, Derry City there in the, in the league. So we're, we're, we're sort of head and shoulders above me a lot of our football clubs. If you look at people... 
and maybe in the championship in England. Very good football teams, but they're not in Europe. But Derry are in Europe. I think it's very important for the status of the city and the brand of the city, not just the football club, the brand of the city itself. So it's important we progress, uh, if possible, through several rounds in Europe every year. Yeah, well, so I think um, when the Baldub Rory was talking about, as a player, the 2006 campaign was has special memories, you know, best memories of football as well, too. I actually met a, a family from Marlborough there on the way up and they seen the Derry City crest and you know, they're talking about that. So as you say, yeah. it's it's Derry City synonymous, you know, with, with, yeah. with, you know, it's 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 just fantastic the memories that they that, that has given people in Europe especially and that's what you want to create, doesn't it? You see as Kevin mentioned the fans over here, they were at the Irish pub last night and, and it was a fantastic atmosphere, wasn't it? It's just great for them they create those memories. Yeah. Well we we certainly went went down to, to hear the uh Mr. Healy singing in the bar last night. And apparently, there I have I have my own song now. Uh, from the you know fans. you made it now. Well, yeah, so uh, delighted. I have to say I'm delighted with it anyway. Uh, but but yeah, no, there, there's a great bulge here. Uh, I think bringing the, the fans on the plane. Uh, you know, it was it was a, a calm flight over. You know, but uh, it still I think it was fabulous to, to travel with fans, and we will do that wherever we can. Always subject to availability of airplanes at this time of year. But now that the fans are going to create an atmosphere. I don't think there's going to be a huge attendance among the feral population for for, the, for this game. According to last night's, uh, you know, the the Archer Shavin team was playing. There, were, there wasn't a big attendance at all. So hopefully our fans will make plenty of noise tonight and maybe noisier than the the feral support. Just just to that, I, I was at that game last night, and you're you're right. The the, the fans just was. It was funny because we were sort of doing more cheering for them in the last minute and then a quarter for the good boys in the box. So I think from the Derry City point of view, I think the fans won't play a big part in it because I do think, well, they might only have 100 fans here, I still think the Derry fans will out shout the, the Faroese fans this evening and that'll play a big part as Rory's well, talked about. Well, it will do. and like it's, it's a massive stadium as well. It is the international stadium for Faroe Islands. So the, the facilities will be good and... and like fortunately or unfortunately, there will not be a big crowd there. But I, I would say you're right. Our fans will make the most noise. They certainly were making a lot of noise in the Irish pub last night. <laughs> so they were. Yeah, no, no, we, we are looking forward to it. As I said, it's it's a long day, you know, until you know seven o'clock tonight. Like it's the same same time zone as, as Derry. So you know, it's a long day for the players, and you know, we're, like there's a lot of team talks. You know, there's a lot of guys walking about. Uh, you know, it's a pity. It wasn't a wee bit earlier, but you know it is what it is. Uh, you know, but you know, the, the fans certainly could make a difference tonight. It's going to be a tight game, you know, so no, no, no matter what, those fans will make themselves there. Overall, Philip, you, you got to be delighted with um, up the, the way the season is going too. You know, we're, we're still in this shoot with a league title, which is what what do you want, what what the fans want, what Murray wants as well. Ultimately, um, so. Overall, delighted with the signings that he's made as well. Too everything seems to be going to plan at this stage of the season. Well, obviously we have a horrendous uh, series of injuries that we're we're getting to the other side of too. But you know, we, uh, I don't want to sort of dwell on it. But it, it was really unfortunate, especially the individuals themselves. You know, and obviously we, we think of Jackie, and we think of Colin Whelan, especially they haven't rec- have, you know, they're right in the middle of their recovery. There's a long way to go there, but you know that. You know, I think the team is shaping up well. Like last year, uh, between Rory and, and John Barrett, you know, they, they did a lot of good business. And, and you know, at this time of the season, and it looks as though they've made similar successes at this time of the year. And only time will tell. But certainly after Friday's performance, it looks promising. And I think certainly the morale looks good. 
and Patrick is, is getting back to fitness. Mickey Dovey seems to be near enough full fitness, and they they all seem pretty happy the way things are going to go. So yeah, I, I'm I'm happier, but obviously we we we, we were doing better, and, and then we had some of our setbacks. Hopefully we're we're past that now, yeah. and ho hopefully we'll move we'll move on for the performance on Friday night. Obviously, um, Ryan Graydon as well. He moved on a good a, a good piece of business for the club. You would think there yeah. as well. Well, obviously the, the manager just decides. Like it, we, we got the player in on a free, and we got a, a reasonably good fee plus a sell on John, John Barrett negotiated that, and we're happy with that. And we, we wish the guy a, a luck for the, for his future career. Do you, do you feel that you know the club? You've seen it over the years. The excitement there, the ball there, the, you see everybody out in the streets with the Derry City game on. It's just basically it's ready for takeoff. I would sort of say. Yeah, it is, and it is down to the success that that Rory has had on the field. You know, and people are happy with you know that the, the effort has been put in by players as well at the Brandywell. I think I think that fairly near the Brandywell now it's a, the hottest ticket in town now for a couple of years. Um, you know, but we, we need to see, keep producing results and performances, and ultimately the fans will keep coming. You know, hopefully next year we'll have bigger capacity. Just on that, Tom, if you can tell us a wee bit about the plans, how they are an update on that stand because it's fantastic. We've seen the plans, looks uh, fantastic, exactly what they need and in terms of uh, the club becoming sustainable as well. That's you want to increase that capacity and you want it to be like uh, you know, a real attraction for families and, and everybody else and match days as well. Too. Well, I'll tell you exactly where it's at, and this is public information, but I can just be, be, be clarified. So, the, the club has made a um, planning application and that, that has started to go through the process of approval and we're, we're hoping with a fair one we should get planning approval maybe during the month of September or early October so we're, 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 like, we're finalising the designs at this stage, we're preparing the tender documentation so that the ideal situation is if we, if we got the go ahead say, say for example in late September we will have the tenders um, you know, assessed we, we will have the success will tender, ready to appoint, push the button in other words on the project and if everything went the plan and that's a that's a big if we would be ready for near enough the start of the season so it, it would be a fairly quick construction but it's in the time of the year you know from October to February it's, it's not, not ideal weather you know we, we could get a, a really cold snap that could delay things but look the plan is to try and get as soon as the season finishes, start the construction, and just before the season restarts in 2024, we complete uh, you know the construction. It's a lot of things have to go right, and, and, and you know, like if you look at infrastructure projects in the country, they, they tend to get delayed and delayed, and you know, all, there's always a good reason why they are delayed. But we don't want any good reasons. We want to get the job done. And, I have to say, Derry City and Saban Council staff have told us what we have to do. We've got a design team that uh, they're, they're known to the council. They, they don't know what to do. It's a, it's a good design team with a track record of, of delivering and involvement in the, in the actual original stadium construction. So they know the site. They know the location. And certainly so far, so good. We, we, we obviously have to get a final approval from... You know, the, the council and certainly the, a lot, a lot of the elected members, re-elected members, so, so, uh, some of which have been re-elected, but they're certainly, they're certainly, they, they seem to be supported at this stage. And we certainly hope to get, you know, you know, a, a clear run at this, at getting this job done. And, but add m maybe around about two thousand six hundred, uh, you, you know, positions in the terrace, 
uh, you know, certainly I know they at a lower cost than what the seated, uh, you know, options within the brandy well, We think it's attractive and it's it's been funded by the football club. Uh, we see it as a vote of confidence both in the football club itself and for the location at the brandy well and for our fans because like everybody knows that like we could have sold a lot more tickets and we, we want that demand to be there. So we have to we, we have to put capacity in the ground to respond to that demand and hopefully that demand will keep coming and we will do that by for example being successful in Europe and hopefully challenging for the league and winning the league in the not too distant future. So it's all it's all part of the plan. Well, talking of attractive, it must be, you know, great for the likes of Robert Martin getting business and all. More business coming involved. And last, hopefully, you, you will have to be putting up, but it is, it, it's a great brand name now, Derry City. How's that sort of going off the field? Well, Bert, Bert Martin is doing a fabulous job, and we all know how difficult the economic condition is, whether it's for the council, whether it's for businesses, whether it's for community groups. Obviously, the political situation in Stormont seems to be still up in the air, but Bert is getting great support, largely from local businesses and business people. And obviously, the brand's a lot easier to support than it was ten years ago, given the success. And and like just harking back to the winning the cup, that was a huge morale boost. And like I said at the time, like I just wanted to thank all the sponsors and the sponsors as well as actually you know giving money to the club. You know, it's also they're, they're giving their support to the club. I suppose, like myself as a business person, like you're, I'm, I feel that I'm getting endorsed by my peer group, and you know, I want to thank them for that. It is, it is very important, and, and, and it goes without saying, all the money goes to Rory Higgins, the playing budget. Like it doesn't go anywhere else. We haven't got anything fancy in the club, and we don't want to. We just want to basically make that squad stronger, and, and we're doing that all the time. And I think we're getting more attractive. Like you saw that we get we get in some good players from from Scotland over this last couple of years and, and from other locations. Derry City is a more attractive location, and and, and Rory Higgins particularly does attract players. So yeah, we need to. There's a lot of moving parts in what I've just described, and they all have to be. But they're all aligned in the one direction towards being more successful as a football club. Yeah, a few other irons in the fire too. We've heard about the academy plans as well too, yeah. Philip. So that's probably a big part of it, and um, maybe you can provide an, an update on that. Or and also like the, the pitch. I suppose we have to talk about the pitch has been uh, the Achilles heel. I suppose like you know, and, and it's, it's not what the club wants. Not what 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 uh, that's conducive for the football that he wants to play. So. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll th- thanks very much for those questions. <laughs> Simon, I appreciate that. But c- can I tell you, the, the, the academy, like, we're still in discussions with the university, and it's it's a, it's a much, it's, it's getting to be a much bigger project. So it's, it's just work in progress. Uh, you know, with Ulster University, we're, we're back and forward with them and trying to agree a, a design that would suit the football club for the next 30, 40, 50 years, and it suits the, the plans of Ulster University. So it's, all, it's ongoing, but it's not finalised yet. Uh, as regards the pitch, uh, the, the, like uh, we understood that uh, the, the council are looking at options for what they're going to do with the surface at the Brandywell. Their consultants haven't looked at it, just basically coming back with suggestions. Uh, the, the, the surface uh, isn't brilliant at the moment. Uh, I know Rue is not very happy with it, and I think when we compare to the surface that we have in the Faroe Islands, first of all, they've got a fabulous sprinkler system. and. I was talking to several of the backroom staff this morning at breakfast and they were saying that they operated the sprinkler system and the entire pitch was soaked with water within 30 seconds. 
of operation, totally automatic system. You know, we, we, we at least need something like that. But I think certainly the, the way the, the FAA are talking is that uh, 3G pitches, uh, given the, the, the amount of errors that are being used by, uh, you know, the, the, the local football clubs, that they really can't uh, sort of, you know, have a lifetime of any more than five years. So it's it's getting close to the end of a lifetime. So a decision has to be made on councillor will wait for some expert uh, you know, consultants to, to come back and say, well, who, here are the options. So we're, wait, we're, we're waiting that report. And to be fair, the council, they're, they're open with us, but they have to do this properly. And it's a big decision. It, it could be an expensive decision. And uh, we're, we're waiting what the proposal actually looks like. I would expect to hear from them. Uh, I would say certainly during the month of August about what their plans are. They will, I'm sure, talk to the, talk to the elected members about it at that stage. No more tricky questions there for me, Kieran. Seriously, look, you have to ask them. You have to, but like, I sometimes can't tell you everything because it is quite sensitive you know, and it's, it is work in progress, but look, they're fair questions. Uh, Philip, from a fan's point of view, when they're looking at things, how happy are you? And more importantly, how long term are you? Because that's the thing you know yourself. Well, look, I'm. I'm happy doing what I'm doing, and I'm doing what I'm doing really because I actually enjoy it. And you know, like I, I, I sold the, you know, my, my share in the business. I'm still working in the business, so like I'm probably working about between sixty and seventy hours a week. So I'm working full time. But if I'm not working full time, I'm spending time with my family or Derry City business. So I'm happy with that. You know, like I put in a lot of money, but what success to me would look like getting through European uh, rounds. Winning the league, maybe not just once but several times. I think I think having a fabulous manager, the best manager in Ireland, helps me and again supports from the local community. But you know, I also have to try and make this sustainable. So having a bigger stadium, which makes the club, uh, you, you know, more sustainable commercially. You know, like success would look like as if they don't need me to put in large amounts of money every year, and that basically means the club can run itself with a good board of directors. But I, I don't intend to go anywhere soon. But Kevin, they've made up a song about me. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you couldn't leave now. I think I better not. Maybe, maybe if we won tonight, I'll be singing more on the plane on the way back. No, but look, hey, I, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, not, I'm, not. I'm, I'm here at the, keep saying that the, uh, you know, the decision for the chairman has to be the board of directors. And uh, so far, so good with that. And I'm happy with the board as well, by the way. Just sort of on that sense of sustainable for the club, Bohemians probably yeah. one of the, the few clubs that are sort of doing that. Now, do you think long-term League of Ireland clubs can get to that stage of being self-sustainable? Well, if you, if you look at, if you look at the, the models, there's a couple of models. Dundalk went down the private equity model, and you know they, they had success for a short period of time, but. Uh, obviously, the you know the, the private equity model, private equity firms, they want to make money in football. They're not they're not basically have any great community involvement. The club has to give them money. They put in money and they get profits out. They don't get profits out. They're not going to be there. But look, it's worked for Dundalk. You know they had the right manager at the right time. I think all our Irish clubs, you know, they're, they seem to be selling majority stakes in their business to farmers. Only time will tell. I personally would like to you know have. Always Derry City on our local ownership, local business people. Maybe like I would, I would like to gradually have more people, you know, that, you know contributing to the club. And like, I'm 62 years old, you know, and I'm in good health. So I'm happy as it is. But like you have to look long term, you know, and 
like I've certainly there, there's a lot of talented people on the board at the moment and like there's a lot of them over here and we have these conversations actually on these trips so hopefully we'll have more of them in Europe and we can we'll conversate just, it's a matter of building up a team and like when, I, when I started in engineering I, I built up a team of people over the years and that's what makes football club or businesses successful it can't just be about one person and certainly that, that, that's what I'm trying to uh, you know, build at, at Derry City Football Club that's off the field it's just as important I think we know that from years ago in Derry City when things weren't done properly Definitely exciting times for I think everybody can sense that uh, you, you, you had we look at things a couple of years back you know, and, and those those you put things on the plan as well and it's working you've got uh, right the helm now a great team going well in the league and Europe um, yep. the fan base is growing um, the, 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 the Vanderbilt plans are great too so everything's where it should be in terms of your, your short term plan what would what does the next couple of years uh, bring do you think or what do you want from it well from, from the listeners I'm, I'm sure the listeners are, are looking primarily at success on the field and, you know that that's really and the more we do off the field to generate income it means the larger the budget for players that Drury has and that will definitely guarantee success you know he's, he's, he spends his money very wisely he thinks about things a lot and again there's a great partnership with Sean, Sean Barrett's been through a few managers as have I of course and uh, but, but but you know I, I think we've, we've learned what works and what doesn't work as well but the manager ultimately makes the decision of how we spend the budget but, but you know there's a good conversation and we don't overmanage Rui doesn't need overmanage but he, he's like I'm available and Sean's available he needs to talk to us so it's, so it's a very open relationship and we just basically you know plan things together and sometimes we don't 100% agree maybe maybe a decision and we talk about it at least but ultimately it still is his decision what to do so I, th- I think that the fans want success and the feeds continue I think the appetite has been wetted and when we won the FAA Cup last season you know, and I think people are expecting silver where we are and so am I and I want it as well so we do want the same things yeah. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Hopefully, we get the, the result tonight and, and success later on the season for you. So, guys, can I just say thank you, guys, for your coverage? It's very important. And I know you have to ask the tough question, and I have no problem answering it. Right. Thanks for your time, Thank you very much. Cheers, Get my glasses here too, folks. Just an absolute custard pie. I'm doing here with Philip O'Rourke, and by the way, he's doing but no, it was great to get Philip on. Like I know we've been trying to get him a, a couple of weeks and whatever else, and he's a fuzzy man. He's he's literally he's still doing sixty odd hours a week too. We his business that he's, he's he's sold him on. But no, look, it was it was great to have him on. And he's talked about quite a few interesting things. And as the Derry City fans have to be bright and future bright because this man doesn't look like he's going anywhere soon. Well, that's what he said. And the worst soon he's, he's, he seems really excited about the the whole project on and off the pitch too, which is. Music to the ears of Derry City fans. Like, he wants, in terms of Europe, we're just ahead of this match tonight. Like he, he really wants an extended run. He wants those glory days in Europe back. Because it? it's been nine years, Kev. I have a up the last one, you know, Europe, and you know, if you get a result like that again, then I give it to can at all. But no, look, uh, he's right. At the end of the day, you know, okay, you hit the bar, we, we draw, we Mitchell and Regan up. But, you know, we're further around excuses anymore. So let's get rid of the rumble, start getting factors in Europe and helps the coefficient, helps the league, helps yourself too, getting when you get on the next year and stuff like that. And more importantly, it breeds confidence in the team, get on to the FAA Cup and back the league, you know, 
There's still a lot of paper, and if there you can keep everybody from Torchwood, a lot glass, Torchwood. Uh, glass table. Uh, no, so basically, uh, you know, keep everybody fit and you can get on our own. So Pat's a prime example. Unbeaten, it's on like 13 or 14 games. Or, sorry, lost one, 13 or 14 games. One about 8 or 9 games in that. Yeah, if what, 11, 12 games they go, you can go on our own. One and eight out of that 11 or 12 and remain unbeaten. You're not very far away. No, you wouldn't think so. Like in, ter- in terms of tonight in Europe as well, too, you were at that uh, 36 game. Um, which is just like just like 30 meters away from the national stadium where uh, Derry are playing the night. I was up in the skimp hill version, uh, <laughs> the sparrows watching about 10 minutes and then got bored. So if that's anything they go by, you expect Derry to, to progress. This, again, like touch wood, but progress pretty easily. I, you know, I, I couldn't believe you're right. That it is so close. They're in the, you know, uh, you can act as team. You go by the end and you watch the, the B36 and they come up and they're shocking. The Estonian team are currently literally sitting beside us. Uh, so, <laughs> so we're having to be, uh, <laughs> if that's the noises behind us, they're, they're actually they're getting out of dodge here <laughs> after that performance. Uh, you know, we, we, you know we're, we're trying to get out of the noise very quickly. Like, no disrespect. I, uh, I swear, I have never seen it. I'm, 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 I'm one of these people who make progress. That's so bad. I'm sorry. Uh, like, you know, uh, I just couldn't believe how bad the standard was. So, uh, no disrespect. All the press, no pressure doing. No, well, the thing, what I sort of chose in that 10 minutes of Bruno was the tempo was so slow. It was like, uh, no disrespect to the Pat Bergen. But <laughs> it was it was like junior football standard. Oh, listen, there was a, there was an absolute comedy goal moment in the second half. The boy playing for B36, he's touch eleven down, but it went perfectly on these mids half. Who then thought that your man's touch eleven down was actually a flick. So he then tried an outside left foot pass, but always left foot. But hit the ball with his right and then completely missed the ball. And you just look in the stands and is this are these people just taking the hand out of me that I actually paid one what this? So uh no, look look, just skin towel is a perfect place to be at. Uh it's crazy to stay in the game then. We were out with a few dairy fans when we were walking back and he then went took a few photographs and that's a thing. Did you see it? Literally, I just stole through the ones today and there was like children playing a wee sort of like an hour astro pitch, there were children playing there. But then I saw today, we went down in, they picked photos of us here. There was boys unplanned five aside in the national stadium, put the shots in, but there was photographs we have sort of in the background. The floodlights, by the way, and the national stadium are classic. We were getting this here and then we were like, there is literally boys down playing five aside in that it's surreal, this place. It's a lovely city. I'm not going to lie, it's a lovely city. They like their holes. Fountain holes brings them. Uh, oh, listen, fountain holes brings them mine. My cats are in butts. Forget about gym. Anyway, I don't need a gym. Uh, so a couple of days are here. No. We were on Chinese to stay, they suss out the, the, the stadium last night as well, too. I think we were the last to leave. They basically gave us the keys. They locked them. <laughs> you didn't do a good job. You were both nice before you left. <laughs> so, um, no, very, very laid back. I didn't leave here, I suppose. Like, but, um, no, we're looking forward to the game tonight. Everybody's speaking to the players and the, and, and the manager. Very, very focused on getting the job done, professional job. They, he said beforehand he wasn't going to be going up and around the town 
Um, you know, on the coffee shops, mingling and stuff like that. They haven't. They've been very professional. Kept away from the hotel. From their theme parks as far as saying earlier, uh, and and they're very very focused and get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. And uh, because of that, a lot of the earlier about getting players back and Philip alluded there too. Michael Duffy's getting his fitness. You have Patrick hopefully back, and they're well patching. Look like a man possessed. They already get Sligo. That penalty will do him the world of good. So no, look, there, there, there's a lot of boys focused on the zone and know how about this tie is. No, not just I mean, it's massive, but everybody knows a lot. But it's just a it's full sort of, you know, people sort of say it's time to start getting results here in Europe and getting things going and, and, and always I always say that the the players are feeling the same way and there is that sort of on the zone determinedness for this evening's game and I do expect a, a decent result to be honest. Well, 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 folks, we'll probably um, wrap it up pretty shortly because uh, we we'll want to get it out. Obviously, today that's it. Normally, we can bring it out in a, on a Wednesday, but because we were travelled over and stuff, we couldn't get full yesterday. So it was just great to get uh, Phil Bodori on the on the show. We're just going to finish a quick prediction. Though. This is anybody listening tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to think. I would be very happy. I think we're uh, happy to know. Victory, and I, that's what I think is going to happen tonight. I am. I'm lucky. I think if, if Derry stay in the zone and, and, and get going, uh, I, I can see goals. And I know Derry fans are saying goals and up in that many times, but I just think they're determined. They're in the zone, they're focused. I wouldn't be surprised with you, know, but I'm going to go 3 0 Derry. Now, look at the fans out here, like they're a small number, but a fantastic atmosphere last night. Now, it's where you can hear my voice. I had a couple too, pints too many, like, but <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was good, great crack. Um, it was a really good night, and everybody was in full voice. Uh, good crack, Phil was in the middle of it too, and as they said, they were singing it. He's got his own anthem as well too, so <laughs> fantastic uh, atmosphere out here. Hopefully, we get the result tonight. Just like they, they thank uh, Just Fake, Oma and Servan for facilitating us, uh, sponsoring us basically. They, they come out here as well too, so we're very grateful for their, their support as well. Uh, folks, what that'll do is for, for this week, hopefully we get back, I'll give you a rundown on, on how it's went over here tonight and, uh, and whatever else happens in the next couple of days. So thanks for listening again. Cheers. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any city fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at dairyjournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.